Hey, I hope you're doing well. This is the Solution Science Podcast, where we talk with researchers at the forefront of some of the most exciting fields in science. Today, I spoke with Wei Shen Wang, who is a researcher in electronic skin. An electronic skin is useful in applications such as prosthetic limbs or in health-related technologies where we might need to improve the interface between electronics and the body to be able to better understand what's going on inside the body. For example, in hospitals, um, that kind of thing might be useful. And that's all from me. I hope you enjoy. Thank you for joining me, Wei Chen. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. If you could introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah. Uh, hi, um, I'm Wei Chen Wang, and I'm a current PhD student in Professor Jenan Bao's group. And uh, uh, in our group, we're um, I, I'm focusing on the uh, development of the uh, what we call e-skin. Uh, uh, so typically, we're trying to use the soft materials to build up the electronic devices and use that to mimic the functionalities of the our natural skin. And also uh, at the same time. Um, uh, we we also trying to develop more, uh, fabrication process, fa- uh, find more materials, and uh, and to enable uh, one of the uh, new kind of the, the electronic devices. We call it uh, intrinsically stretchable uh, electronics. And uh, uh, the reason why we're doing it is because uh, our our skin actually is uh, soft and it's also stretchable. So uh, so we mainly want to uh, uh, fabricate those devices that share that can share the same. A mechanical form factor as our as our skin, and at the same time, uh, because they're electronic devices, so uh, we want to add, add more functionalities into them. So they could be either function as skin, or even in the long future, it could be even act, uh, uh, perform like uh, beyond our skin, like a super skin. Yeah, and that's typically what I'm doing uh, in bio group. Yeah, nice. Yeah, super interesting stuff. I mean, as someone who has a very vague understanding of the complexities of skin in general. It seems like quite a mammoth task just to try to create something that would mimic that. Um, where do you kind of begin looking at? Where do you, what's the first, I guess, layer or that sort of thing? Uh, you mean for this work or general? Uh, uh, I suppose uh, or- generally. I suppose we can get into specifics of your work afterwards. Oh, okay. Uh, so... Um- in in our uh, at very beginning stage, we actually uh, the reason why we we want to do uh, e skin is because uh, as you may say, uh, you may see like many devices like current for example the prosthetic hand or prosthetic limb and. Uh, uh, and also um, some other uh, with the emerging uh, of the wearable electronic devices, uh, we do see the needs like that the uh, electronic devices that can be weird and uh, for them, uh, um, like for a long time and uh, and 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 at the same times in vivo monitoring our health uh, statues are quite important. Or for the uh, prosthetic devices, it's really important for them to. Co- to have the capabilities of the sensation so that it can provide more information to the patients to let them to um to get more accurate information or 
or to more accurately let them to control their um, uh, 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 prosthetic limb. So uh, in this case, if you want to put some electronic devices on top of your on, on top of your body, uh, it, it is uh, um, definitely we we think it is definitely better. Like uh, if that device could be conformably adhesed on your body, and at the same time it can deform together uh, with your skin together so that it won't constrain your body movements and also it won't cause like too much uncomfortable feeling uh to to yourself yeah so uh typically um um and i think one of the important reason for the development of the stretchable electronics and uh, is to provide this kind of platform that can uh mimically that can seamlessly uh integrate with your human body and at the same time uh, provide the information of your human body yeah and this is the one of the important reason and then uh if we further go another go to the uh, a little bit uh, uh into the future or not uh, next step if the pathetic uh, the pathetic limb that can not only looks like um uh, not only looks like um, in the appearance looks like the real natural limb but also function as the uh, natural Limb that will be uh, also very exciting. So uh, that will also rely on the the development of the functional stretchable electronics and. Uh, and uh, um, and and that's and we uh, and as the like surface of the uh, uh, of the prosthetic devices, it could be like we think it could be something we developed could be like uh, e skin or like uh, uh, something function as skin and also looks as skin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. So you're essentially allowing people to kind of through this e-skin interact with electronics kind of directly through the body rather than just sort of through your hands or however you normally do it, right? Yeah, I think that will be like uh, uh like a for definitely that's our like uh, um, a um future goal. Like if the uh, skin can directly talk with our human body, yeah, mm -hmm. and it can it, it can sense the stimuli in the uh, surrounding uh world. For example, it can sense the temperature, it can sense the pressure, can provide those information, and and also and at the same time they can provide this those information to directly to our uh hum, uh, human body, like us to feel those kind of uh, information, even though our natural skin is being damaged, or 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 even though we lose our hand, or we lose our uh, one of the limb, but with, with the you with using those kind of uh, pathetic skin, or or in other word, e skin, we can regain those uh, sensation capabilities, and at the same time, uh, uh, the interface between our e skin and the object are still soft, and uh, which is the similar as the natural skin and i think that's the 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 future uh targets of our uh, uh studying and um um uh, uh we hope that we can find we can realize that in the future yeah 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 <laughs> so where sort of what's the state of this research and i got a brief chance to read over your paper but um mm -hmm. i didn't get too much chance to dig in like deep into it so if you could go into kind of what you've been working on and what you published recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the recent paper, uh, actually... I will start from like a, um, a very uh, from a little bit at the early stage of the the the, the of this uh, project. Uh, actually, at early stage, actually, uh, uh, um, like three years ago, uh, 
we actually have those uh, stretchable devices like stretchable circuits or stretchable functional electronic devices. But at that time, uh, it still need like a quite large voltage to drive those uh, stretchable devices. For example, it need like 30 volts. So uh, at that time, we're thinking, oh, 30 volts is, uh, if you want to do something like e-skin, um, how could we uh, put the, this kind of devices on human body if we need like such a high voltage to drive it? It seems like not, first, not safe. And second, definitely, uh, it's also not very, not there's not a suitable power source for it. If you're thinking about using a battery, you might need 10 batteries to, to drive this kind of stretchable uh, device. So we are thinking the first thing we uh, we are we starting this project. We are thinking, okay, uh, is there any way we can reduce the voltage of it? For example, if we can reduce it to five volts or even three volts, then we 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 it won't cause any uh, safety issue in terms of the operation on on human body, and also a a, a, a also. Um, uh, require less about the power supply, and uh, we just need like one or two battery to drive it. And uh, and even even we think uh, if it's low voltage, we can use like a, a solar cell or something else to to drive it. And so with that uh, uh, with that uh, consideration, we start to uh, find materials and uh, do more material engineering. And we do find a material like that can uh, can uh, like lower the drain voltage of our of our whole uh, circuit devices. And further, we uh, develop a uh, and then we. Think Thinking, oh, okay, now we can think about something um, uh, we call e-skin that is like not only um, not only sharing a similar mechanical property as our skin, uh, or and also can mimic one of the really important functionality of our skin, which is the sensation, the feedback sensation. So uh, then we are thinking about okay, we need some circuits to because for our skin, um, it do. It, it, we got inspired by the skin, how the uh, sensations being processed and how we sense the uh, the, the uh, um, outside stimuli. So uh, based on the inspirations, we did design some circuits and uh, that circuits actually can generate the pulse train uh, spike signals. And here, how we got inspired by our natural skin is like for our natural skin, uh, there are mechanical receptors or, or other types of the receptors uh, lie beneath is our skin and when we touch something we feel the pressure we feel the temperature and then our uh, sensory receptors can transmit those um, uh, stimuli into the action potentials the action potentials are actually a series of the spike trains and uh, transmitted on our nerve to the brain and our brain can read and interpret those action uh, frequency modulated action potentials and uh, sense it as um as the temperature, as the pressure. So, uh, so based on this natural process, we're thinking, okay, can we use the electronic devices to mimic this process? Then we um, discussed with some um, members of our uh, of our group uh, focusing on the electrical engineering, and we do find uh, by circuit design we can realize such we can we can uh, mimic such of the process by uh, transmit the sensory like the pressure sensor or temperature sensor information in also into a pulse train um, uh, spikes. Although uh, 
uh, the power train spikes we generated in this work is still not, there's still uh, some uh, some difference between what we generated and the real actual potential. But uh, the improvements that uh, we can uh, generate those pulse trains and those pulse trains are uh, uh, frequency modulated. So they do share some similarities between our generated artificial uh, pulse trains with the real actual potentials. Yeah. And then, so is that like a pulse as in the action potential will, well, the potential that you're creating in your e-skin will move along the skin? Is that is that what you're saying? Uh, actually, uh, so... Um, after we generate those uh, action potentials, we want to use that to stimulate the brain to let to to let it to. Uh, we, we didn't. It, it's not like the signal. Um, so uh, it's not that that signal will like move along with skin or something. It is like so. Uh, we first generate this kind of power train signals, and then and we and also those there are some information encoded inside the frequency of those power train signals. The information are like uh, the pressure. So uh, so then we next step uh, one use that power train to stimulate the brain to uh, and so we want to actually mimic this kind of the sensory process like uh, for natural skin we uh, press something then a signal goes into our brain and we feel it so the, the signal goes into brain are the action potentials which is frequency modulated so we also want to create this kind of process so uh, the circuit has a sensor and is also circuits so when we press the sensor then the circuit output a, a, a power strain signal and that signal we use that signal to stimulate the brain and uh, and see how the brain react and 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 then then uh, we we want to see if the brain will uh, uh, got um, if the brain will uh, 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 because uh, in the brain there are two um, uh, uh, areas one uh, one is the somatosensory cortex another is motor cortex so the somatosensory cortex is the, the where we, we we generate all the feelings and the motor cortex are the places that control the body movement and so typically we we stimulate the somatosensory cortex and then we record a signal at the motor cortex and we do see some evoked signal from the brain and uh, and in this case, we want to uh, we we actually uh, see in the paper like uh, the brain actually feel it. And uh, although we, we still don't know what kind of the sensation brain generated, uh, because uh, but 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 brain do uh, feel something, yeah. And, and then in this way, we, we, we mimic the how the, uh, we use our artificial devices to mimic the, how the, uh, the, the natural, uh, sensation processing, uh, um, the, the, to make this kind of flow. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, yeah. And, 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 uh, that's the, I think, uh, the main thing has been done in this work. Yeah. From the first thing is the, 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 the material engineering and, and using a new material inside into this, uh, into the stretchable electronic platform to lower the drain voltage make it more suitable to to be uh to in to interface with our human body and secondly we, de we develop some new some circuits um and it's got inspired by first published work and also our skin to so that we can uh, convert the sensory the, those like temperature or, pr or pressure information into the different frequency of the power string signal and 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 then we also and uh, then as a, a proof of concept demonstration we we further use that to stimulate the brain and uh, to 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 uh, and record some revoked signal from the brain yeah wow that's amazing. So you you managed to actually get the 
the kind of the brain to sense the feeling that you were giving it from, well, not the feeling, but the, the electrical signal you were giving it from the electronic skin. Yeah, I think uh, uh, our e-skin output frequencies, uh, once once the brain got stimulated, I, I, we, we think it generates some uh, something some, or some feeling, but but we but definitely we do we, we, by this stage we still don't know like uh, what kind of feeling it, it generated. Yeah, and uh, and I, th I think this is uh, 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 to uh, it to. Uh, uh, I think to the next step or to the future, if we, uh, 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 I'm, I'm not sure uh, if it's still in the mathematical um, uh, field, is it is possible to uh, generate the, any kind of feeling as we want, or but at least uh, for example, uh, but our our but but in other but in other direction, our brain actually is kind of plastic and and adaptive. So actually. Um, so when you first time, for example, uh, uh, if, if you use the e skin, and uh, so you actually uh, generate when you see skin, you actually generate something that other than the the natural feeling, but there's still some you can feel something. So in the first, so after a few times of uh, adaptation, you 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 press you touch something, so you will uh, um, see actually you can um how to say in, in um in a more simple way uh is that you actually generate something and that kind of feeling maybe it's not give you what what's uh exact same as the natural skin I still give you some something and you you can use that can that kind of thing to control your body movement so that uh, um, you you also feel something but maybe it's not the real pressure or not the real temperature but you feel something and that can also help you to control the force that you apply to the object to to try to hold them because uh, in our daily life if we then we want to hold this phone uh, then we we need to apply enough uh, pressure to it if you, you don't use too much force it might just slip away yeah but how could we know the pressure is not uh, the pressure we applied is enough or not then then we, we rely on the the, the 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 collaborations between the muscles and the brain and and how it feel and we feel something and then we, we know that it will slip away and then we just apply more forces yeah but with e-skin we might it, it, it might not provide you with the pressure information into our brain but it provides some other informations so uh, that information can also help you to uh control your phone after many time of the 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 trying and adaptions yeah mm. How do you go from like pressure, sensing pressure with this e skin and then kind of conveying that into? I assume this was, was it done in mice, this study? Or? Yeah, it's done in mice, yeah. Yeah. How do you go from the touch sensation on the e skin to conveying that signal then into the mouse mouse's brain? Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't clear get your question. Can, uh... How do you go from like transmitting your signal from your e skin? How does how is the signal generated or the uh, the current? I guess um, how is it generated, and then how does it go into the brain? 
Oh, I see. Uh, you more experiment, more experimental part, like uh, how the uh, the the signal generated is like uh, uh, we for our circuits we have a uh, here. I just uh, we actually have two components for our circuits. One is called ring oscillator, another called edge detector. So um, our sensor actually integrated together with the ring oscillator and. Uh, and and the 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 ones the, the sensor is kind of like you can you can think think about sensor as a resistor and when the resistor's resistance change then the the uh, ring oscillator's frequency will also change together and then our edge detector can can uh, reshape or convert those kind of uh, oscillation signals into the the same frequency pulse signals and uh, this kind of how this uh, this is actually the circuits um um or the 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 responsibility of to generate this kind of the pulse string is all being uh, taken by the uh, by this kind of this circuit developed circuits and sensor integrated system and that's how we generate this kind of uh, pulse string signals and uh, then at this stage uh, as a uh, as a, uh, in the for the experimental part, uh, we stimulate the brain still by uh, by varying the 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 brain. Uh, we we put an electrode into the brain and then we wire the the those those the electrodes um, um, with our uh, circuits and then uh, the signal are being transmitted into. Uh, the brain. So uh, at this stage, uh, we really want to prove the concept. So uh, I think for the future, definitely, um, uh, if it's possible, we can do more, uh, more integrations and see how well our e-skin or how seamless our e-skin can integrate with the biological system. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. What do you think are like the next steps to kind of iterate on these designs? How do you envision envision envisaging improving these yeah um uh, I think uh, 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 first, definitely, uh, if you take a, if you take a look at the the the, the paper, actually, uh, we current uh, generation we still only have like uh, one sensor on the fingertip together with a, uh, a one set of the circuits, and uh, uh, so um, uh, so the first thing of next step definitely we want to scale up because uh, when we take a look at a natural skin. Um, the receptors or sensory receptors lying beneath our skin is like multiple types of the sense the receptors and also for each type of the receptors there are many like for example the pressure there are definitely many mechanical receptors uh, not just one like beneath our skin so you know, the first step we want to scale up from uh, one sensor to like a sensor array and uh, and, and at the same time uh, we can use the still use those circuits to to, to um, to uh, to convert the sensory information into the power string signal, but but as but this but if we have array of the 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 the, the circuits, then we can know more information, especially the spatial information. For example, uh, how could you tell like uh, uh, because our skin can do can sense the for example the pressure from two uh, if there are two needles, if you put your fingers on top of it, you you feel like it's like two needles. Yeah, so in the in in this case, you, you you will require a sensor array to provide you a spatial information, and uh, or 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 the map mapping capability, and uh, and uh, I think that's the the direct the most 
direct the next step we will do. And in long term future, and we 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 hope, uh, our definitely we hope our e skin could be more powerful and more density, so we can more oh, higher density, so we can put more sensors into the platform and more circuits and and undertake more functionalities. Uh, and and even I think uh, by sensing sensor development, and uh, we can. Uh, also think about to integrate like uh, um, multiple different kinds of sensors into the uh, our skin platform so that uh, uh, our so that even some kind of sensor can sense the information that our natural skin cannot uh, do it so we we we, we so uh, for example um, uh, there are also some sensors can sense the light so our our skin cannot sense the light so um uh, if we integrate those kind of sensor uh, uh, with our e-skin, and and then maybe in the long in the future, uh, the 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 e-skin or the prosthetic skin can also help our help us to sense, like for example, the UV light to detect the oh, is this still is this like a, the sunlight too strong with high UV intensity? Then it's not good for us uh, for our health or something. So we 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 think about like uh, for long to long term futures, something called super skin or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of the uh, roughly the future next step. Like wow. what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's awesome stuff. You should be very, very proud of your work. I think it's really nice to see. Um, I don't want to keep you too long. Is there anything else that you had that you wanted to say uh, to wrap up, or is that everything you think? Uh, I, I think uh, uh, I'm pretty good. I'm at my side. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, I have. Yeah, no, nothing to add. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing this, Wen, uh, Wei Chen. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And that's all for today's episode. As always, hope you enjoyed. And if you did, feel free to give us a follow on your podcasting app. And if you want to stay updated with that, um, you can follow on Twitter at Luke J Roach or on LinkedIn. That's Luke Roach. So hopefully, there'll be another episode every week. Um, so yeah watch out for those and thank you for listening and have a good day